I'm like, I can't believe I even walked outside of that floating on. I'm like, I know, it, it but scares me. But he was he was fine. Have you noticed that we are invited to less and less stuff? Yeah, I think we've talked about that before, actually. Like you, you along the way, yeah, you get you get invited to less, less things. People, yeah, people kind of slowly peel off. Yeah, it, it's a slow disappearance. Well, I remember last year we were invited to a Fourth of July party. I don't know that we're going to be invited to it again. <laughs> but well, but <laughs> we're definitely not now. I can tell you that. But it was. <laughs> I mean, it's not fun for me though. I mean, I don't miss being invited, but I can definitely tell that we are not invited as much. Oh yeah, like even even just the <clears throat> even just the casual things. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, pop by, you know, bring the kids, like, jump in the pool, have a beer. Like that's never happens anymore. No, yeah. because everyone knows it's like this big thing with Cal. Like, yeah, we have to really plan out everything. I mean, even that Fourth of July party, we brought his wagon. Me and you were very disconnected from everyone at the party. Yep. Our other kids had a great time. Yep. But the whole time we were just right next to Cal. Yeah, I um, I, 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 I but you know, I get it. Like, I sort of get it too. Like, I, I know, I, I get it too. Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. I mean, I have to put myself in those other people's situation right because they have friends over and people don't know each other and um yeah i mean i get it well cal was like trying to run into their house wet yeah because i had to leave his floaty on the whole time because there was a pool and i'm terrified of drowning you know well i think um i get it and and then there are people who like we are acquaintances with but then once they figured out like the whole situation with cal like they've like never invited us. I know. You know what I mean? Like Oh yeah, <laughs> like for sure. They're just like no way, not in my house, we ain't doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it, I get I mean I get it. I mean I I we are like that high maintenance not because we're like high maintenance people. At least I don't know. I don't think so, maybe, but I think it's just like yeah, I don't want that situation in my house because then it would be, you know, a little more than what we're looking for. Well, and then if like the- you're meeting their friends and stuff, and then they start asking questions, and it's this whole autism thing. Yeah. 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 No, 100%. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's, y- you get a little disappointed because you're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're kind of looked at as that whatever. Yet, I'm like, yeah, I think I might understand that, you know, <laughs> like, and I, w- I was thinking to myself, would I do that too? Like, would I not invite, like, would we do that? Maybe. No. no? We wouldn't. And the thing with us is we're like super social people. Yeah. You more than me. You know, as I'm social at work, so I'm like, I don't need the extra, but you're definitely more social. We used to be. Yeah. Well, we used to be a lot more social for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we would we were definitely more into like, hey, come over and, you know, sit by the pool for eight, nine hours. We don't care. Hang out, you know, whatever. And then we would do the same. And now it's a lot more just scripted, planned. Like there's a strategy to everything. There's a backup plan. There's a this plan, a that plan. There's an insurance plan. There's a this plan. You know what I mean? It's like, oh my God. Like Yeah, everything you do has to be completely thought out. Yeah. That's everything. The, everything. Like there's no wing in it. Like you're not really winging it. Like right. you even have to kind of ha- have an idea about your exit. Like how it's going to go so that he can, you know, if he decides he wants to go, you still got to leave the right way. Um, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of things. Yeah, so that becomes very exhausting. And then you don't want to leave the house sometimes. 
No. You know, because it's exhausting. Yeah, and especially like, um, you know, now with where we are. And so like this part of Florida, this time of year, I mean, it can be monsooning one second and sunny 90 breeze sitting on a beach another second. Yeah. Well, if you're on the beach and then the freaking monsoon rolls in, you know what I mean? The, yeah. the big storm rolls in. Well, you've got to, I mean, just think about it. You've got to like pack up and go. But with Cal, like sometimes that just doesn't work for him. You know what I mean? Like sometimes he has to be ready or it's like all of a sudden you're changing it too fast. Yeah. And then that could be like, you're dealing with that like the rest of the day, the rest of the weekend. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. you have to really be, <laughs> you have to really think this all out of how this is going to work. And then of course, like for us, you have like the four other kids. So, you know, what, how, what, how, what are you going to do with them? Like, how is that going to all work? You know, this, yeah. cause their thing is like, oh, well we spent an hour or two hours getting ready to go to the beach cause it was supposed to be a, do a, uh, a beach day. And now we've been here for 20 minutes and we're leaving. Well, that's something our kids have gotten very good at is um, just not being upset. You know, mm. they they all understand our our world revolves around Cal. Yeah. You know, no, it's it's yeah. But it's funny you bring up the not getting invited. I mean, there's even just people we just don't hear from as much anymore. Oh, yeah. And I it's it's not I mean, there's no way it's like, oh, Cal's autistic. We don't want to hang out with those people. It's not that I don't think it's just. There's just that level of either they are uncomfortable talking about it, hearing about it, or they're just like, yeah, we really need like special time to deal with that situation. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do feel bad for our kids, though. Our, our other four other kids are very social and they do want to be invited and go. And so I do feel bad for them. Well, it is. Yeah, it, it's hard because I think the other. So their friends as parents, I think sometimes and we have to explain it to them. I think they're sort of like, hey, um, your kid has been coming over to my house for like a year, year and a half, hanging out, doing this and that. And my kid's been to your house once. <laughs> yeah. And so we have to be like, hey, listen, um, you know, we. this is why. Yeah, this is the situation. And, um, you know, this is just. This is our life. And then once they hear it, they're like, oh, gosh, like, yeah, totally. Under, you know, it's just it, it won't always be like that. It's just right now. Like, for instance, yesterday, Cal went and jumped in the pool. No floaties on. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's like that we was can't super scary. have the distractions of. It sounds terrible. I mean, we just can't have the distractions of other kids. Yeah, extra people. Yeah, and, and, you know, people who leave the doors unlocked or leave the doors open or, you know, like, I mean, our house looks like a freaking bank. Kids gym. W you know, guarding the vault. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's like we have all these, we have this system of gates and doors and locks and everything. And we, everybody here just kind of knows, like, like when he's in this room, this is locked down. When he's in this room, that's locked down. That's You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you have other kids, and it's just it's just too much. Yeah, yeah, so we've talked before. I mean, after being diagnosed, I mean, relationships with other people have changed. Yeah. Even family members. Like, we can't have visitors here. We don't. We can't have people on vacation. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I think, too, with this is, like, you see who the people are that... And actually, we have some friends who, like, never want to talk about it, and I think that's cool, too. Like, they're. Yeah. Just, I think they're just uncomfortable. Yeah, they're just uncomfortable in the whole thing, and they just... They, they never want to talk about it. They never mention it. Um, none of that stuff ever gets brought up and that's fine too. Cause I'm always like, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable either. And they don't even ask how is Cal? Nope. They don't, they don't want to know anything about it. And that's fine. Cause it's like, they're not comfortable having the, the conversation and, and it's, and I guess it's not even really a conversation to have. I mean, certainly not all the time. Right. Like it's just, but it's cool that they're just like, Hey, we just don't, 
we we don't it's not something we really want to ever discuss yeah it's like cool that's that's good too yeah because everybody's different so it's like we we know where you stand and what you're about and and that's fine like that's great well and they don't want to hear any of the bad you know yeah i do think a lot of it for people is that too they don't want to hear the challenging stuff um because which is daily i mean every single day we deal with a something yeah you know that's different well, I tell people it's every day and it's every night. Like it's not just like it doesn't just conveniently happen at eleven o'clock in the morning, and then by two everything's fine. It's on and off all day and into the night. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, it, it is exhausting. I mean, he like last night he wouldn't go to bed. Wouldn't go to bed. We were watching the hockey game. All the kids have been really excited about this hockey season. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the game, he comes over and punches me in the face. I mean, it's you know what I mean. It's like, and that's the first time he's done that to you. Uh, punched. Yeah. 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 The last podcast I just talked about him slapping me. Yeah. Yeah, this is new and this he has some close. force behind it. Oh, uh, yeah, especially when you're not expecting him. I was looking at the TV. I was watching yeah. the game. He just walked over and just punched me right in the face. And it wasn't like, I mean, it startles you. You know, I was I was like, you know, what the hell was that? But then it also upset the other kids. Yeah. Like they get upset when they see it. Cuz they don't understand I mean, we don't know. Not that I understand. And he, he wasn't mad. No. And he didn't really understand. He kind of stared at me after he did it. Like, I I did, I was telling him um, he was jumping on something on his purple tunnel onto his crash mat. And it was too dangerous. So I was telling him that he can't do that. I think he held on to that for about a minute. It was about 45 seconds after that. He walked over and punched me in the face. Oh, my gosh. So I think he was sort of processing like, oh, you, you were telling me that I couldn't do something. Well, I don't like that. So he came over and punched me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I think I do think that was the reason why, but but like it does it upsets the other kids. They I see you could see it in their face. They get upset. They don't like. Yeah, to see Austin's that. like he just punched daddy. Yeah, I'm like what? Yeah, she did. She she got upset. She didn't like it because they don't see him like that. You know, they don't want to see him like nobody wants to see their kid like that. But right. But the problem is for us is because we start thinking like, hmm, what does this look like in five years, ten years, twenty years? And that's when you read those stories on the news. You know where. Somebody just walks up to a cop and starts beating them up. Oh God! And they no, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, that, like your mind starts to go there. Yeah. Know, or I can see or that. they they're in a store, <clears throat> and something doesn't go their way, and then they get jumped by a bunch of people. You know what I mean? Like right. th- That's the stuff that it's like. Uh, you just you know, and you can't get hung up on it. I did think about it for about fifteen minutes last night after this happened, but I was just like, yeah, that's the tough stuff. Because he doesn't know really why he's doing it or what he just did. So imagine if he did that, say to an old lady or something. Yeah. When he's bigger. No, I mean, no, no. That's and he, scary. Yeah. And he did apologize. I mean, he, you had to, I mean, I have to prompt him. Right. But you know, you have to, you can't just say, say sorry either. You know, have to, you know, like, hey, you don't hit. Why did we hit? Are you angry? Right. What are you angry about? And, and once you walk him through it and say, you know, do you feel sorry? Can you, can you say sorry? And then he'll, he'll go through all that with you. But you know, it's it just, yeah, those are the things. That is the sad part of it, though, because you're like, why, how, you know, yeah, what do we do? Yeah, you know, is but this going to keep happening? I wonder too if that's the other reason. Like, maybe some people don't like when you're talking about not getting invited places. Yeah, maybe they're like they hear those stories. <laughs> you know, it's our fault because we're telling them. Yeah, and maybe they're like, yeah, maybe that's not what we <laughs> what we want going on over here. I know. You know, like yeah. it's just, but that's what it is. I mean, that it, it you know, I. Because the other side of it, too, and I mean, I see it a lot, is there is that culture of 
just ignore it, just hide it, don't talk about it. Everybody just pretend like it's not going on. You know what I mean? But I think that also screws up special needs parents. I think that that, that screws them up in the head when right. they're just around people who don't want to talk about it and pretend that it's not real. Right. You know, and then I think over time, it's obvious that you're just ignoring something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We talk about it because I'm not going to pretend like everything's fine. You know, no. I mean, I'm just not that type of person. And and I don't think you should pretend like everything's fine. I mean, because that's what makes people upset inside. Well, you know? it's, it's so to us, it's so obvious. I, I think the other people that say half of the other people that are like, oh, he's what, I, OK. I didn't I don't notice anything. I think half of them are lying. Well, you can notice now. Yeah, but well, but even some people are like, oh, I'd never know. Never, you know, but I think they're trying to make you feel good. You know, which yeah. is which is cool. I mean, they're trying to do, come from the right place. Well, but, it's like, oh, okay, he's biting himself. Well, yeah, okay. that that there yeah. are some obvious signs now, but yeah. you know, I, it, but it, I guess what I'm saying is, if you just see him like walking in the park, like, right. you know, he doesn't he doesn't have like an apparatus to help him walk, or. You yeah, know what I'm he, saying? Like, like the, so there are people who are like, oh, I, I don't, you know, they just have another vision, a version of what they think autism is right. in their mind. And they see him and they're like, oh, you know, they just don't really, I don't know. It's it's weird to look at other people's reactions on things. And then, because you kind of go, well, what did you think this was? But then you realize, like, I don't know, they've watched like one commercial about it and they think they know everything. I know. You know? And autism is so different in every kid. I mean, it really is. You well, know, I go to his clinic that he goes to and some kids you can tell more and other kids you can't. Yeah. You I know, because I mean, there's function. I mean, maybe one kid's more functioning and then you can't really tell. Yeah. It's a level of functioning like they like at one of his schools. Like there's one kid who actually I mean, he kind of needs help walking like just needs help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it like just needs to be guided while while they're walking. So you can see that there's a level of function there. It's obvious to see. Right. Like like the, the child just really needs help walking every step they take they need help and then there's other kids who aren't even holding their teacher's hands or anything so you you know what i mean it's it's all of this just wide array of of different challenges yeah you know so i mean sometimes somebody looks at somebody and and has an opinion forms an opinion and it's hard to get them to break that right you know and i get it i mean i get it, it it's it's hard. I mean, you, we all make snap judgments when we see something or somebody. Right. And so then we just kind of go with that initial judgment. And then you have to kind of break it down for people to get them away from that. Yeah. But anyway, I think it's like you said, that's probably why we don't get invited places much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking about it because there's another holiday coming up, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think we'd get invited again. And I don't blame them. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't blame them, but... Well, like I said, it's more for the other kids that we, I yeah, feel bad. We just can't be, we can't, first off, that party got out of control. I mean, I'm just like, well, <laughs> the 4th of July party. Are we talking about the same one? Maybe no. Not. Oh, okay. oh, we're not. I'm talking about down the street. Yeah, so am I. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, but we we're talking about two different parties down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I, I, I can't blame the people because we we don't in this situation like we're probably not coming off as the most social because always have one eye on him and what he's doing and it's every 20 seconds we're like no cow come here cow no 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 you can't go you can't you know what i mean well maybe that's it too maybe it's like well they we can't really invite them because they can't even socialize yeah they have him and yeah it's true yeah i've always said like 
I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I just have my kid. You yeah. know what I mean? I can't take my eyes off of them. No, and I think it comes off to other people who don't know. They're like, oh, well, they're, they don't really socialize with anybody. It's like, well, we can't. No. We're trying. We're yeah. hard. We're trying very hard, but we really just can't. Well, like I said yesterday, he just, he went and jumped in the pool. Yeah, so I never have his floaty off of him when we go outside. I don't. I was distracted by the other kids, and I walked outside without the floaty. I don't know what made me think the floaty was on him. I don't know. I was just distracted. The kids were being really bad yesterday. The four other kids just yeah. arguing the whole day. A whole day so about you sports. were cleaning the so pool, annoying. so we were both out there. But I don't know what made me think he had his floaty on. And I turned around after I put the towels down. I turned around, and he's in the small end of the pool. He stepped off the stairs and he had his head above water. He's learning how to float in swim lessons to keep his head above water. But I was I was terrified because it's that quick something can happen. Well, that's and like I said, he had his head above water, so it was fine. But that's the first time we've ever seen him in a pool alone with no floaties. First time ever. Yeah. Because I was cleaning the pool. Yeah. I was looking down at the other end of the pool, and he got in very quiet sneakily quiet yes you know what i mean like like you couldn't hear a word and you just screamed oh my god cal you know and i look over i'm like oh my god he is in the pool no floaties he's on the last step and he's got everything in the water except his head he was just looking up but that's actually what he works on with his swim teacher yeah he was looking up with the biggest smile on his face (laughs) because he knew he didn't have his floaty on and he knew to keep his head above water, out of the water. Even talking about that right now, I'm like, where is he? Where is he? But he's not here. <laughs> no, but, he's at his clinic. I know, but, but I was, I like, was oh, terrified. Oh. I'm like, that quick, something can happen. I know, but every terrible accident, like involving a pool or water or everything, it's, it's exactly what you just said. People yeah. are like, I, I looked away for a second. Well, I, yeah, and it, I just, I don't, I'm like, I can't believe I even walked outside without his floaty on. I'm like, ugh. I know, it but scares me. But he was he was fine. But now I'm just like, oh my god! Like, you, there's just no room for error. No, there's no room for error. And literally, that's why when we're at a party, I always have his floaty on, even if he's not in the pool. And you know what? Actually, we went to a, a party to go pick up Trey. Trey gets invited to more parties than we do. <laughs> Trey, <laughs> he was at a graduation party. Trey has stolen our social status. Like he is Mister <laughs> Social. Like that dude would be, he would be at a party every day if he could. Oh my God. He has so much fun. Anyways, he said that there was this little boy that was autistic at the party and I pinpointed him right away because he had a floaty on. Yeah. No one was in the pool, but I'm like, that's exactly what I would have done. You yeah. know, it just have, makes you have peace of mind as a mom. No, but parent. I mean, it, and you totally get like what those parents are going through because it's like, we can't just live in fear for the next three hours of our life because there's a pool. I yeah. mean, every house here has a pool, yeah. right? So and they're just like we just can't live in fear so literally the, i don't know if the kid ever got in the pool the whole time no but guess what the mom was in the corner with the kid not yep. socializing i know because you just can't i know i mean you can't but it takes one second to turn around and then it's like where's my kid and then you look in the pool and it's like uh, well and it usually happens to where okay people get out of i've read a lot of stories people get out of the pool they take the floaty off the kid has a snack they turn around and the kid's gone yep and that's why even when he has snacks and stuff, I keep his floaty on. So yeah. now I'm just going to be high alert still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I always do what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, I cannot believe I was distracted and didn't put his floaty on right away. Oh, it's it's just like when you see. But here's the thing. Here's the good side of it. I think 
So he's actually getting confidence out of the swim lessons, out of yeah. the swim instructor thing, because he went in and did exactly. He's never done that before. No, he's. I mean, he's never just even tried to get to the pool without his floaty on. No, like it's just, and, and so that always made. He us, usually asks for his floaty. Actually, I, yeah, that always kind of made us feel good. Now he's like, oh, but I also think too, we're the ones that start that kind of instigated this. Because we got the swim lessons. We're the ones that are making sure he does the swim instructor. You know what I'm saying? Well, he has to. Yeah. He has to, right? So, But it's building confidence and it's building um, interest in, in the pool and not waiting for people. So <clears throat> you're at that stage. It's like the intersection of like cautious and then individualism. Like he's, he's becoming his own individual. And he's like, oh, I'm out here. I don't have it on. I've done this before with my swim instructor. I know what to do. And he went and did it. So that's really good because he's like taking the initiative on his own. It's just scary as hell also for the parents. You well, know? and I do like that he is now tall enough. He can pretty much reach yeah. the in a small end to keep his head up. Um, but yeah, she lets she lets go of him during swim lessons. So he is swimming, you know. He's is not it? the best swimmer yet. He could definitely still drown. Oh yeah. But he he's definitely starting the process of swimming, you know. Is that today, swim lessons, by the way? Yeah, right. today and Wednesday. I, I think know. this may be the last week, so I'm actually going to look at something else to get him in. I don't know what day it is. Year-round, like full-time. I can't keep up with what day it is. It's Monday. Yeah. So Cal's schedule today is therapy in the morning, 9 to 12, swim lessons, and ABA for three and a half hours. He has a very busy schedule. That's a day. Yeah. That, I'm tired thinking about his day. It does not wear him out at all. No, he'll be on the. Uh, he'll still be on uh, up up all night tonight, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because he is he is doing well. So at night he's like he's doing his things though, like he's got his his crash mat. Yeah, like if you see our videos on Facebook or Instagram, I mean you could see that the the house really has been transformed into a like a kids' gym, and so it's good because he is bouncing at night from one thing to the to the next, and he's doing his imaginative play. Right. Because he's talking to himself and putting himself in other... Like last night he was doing his bear hunt thing and jumping off the tree, I think, or jumping off of something, he kept saying. So like it's kind of good for him to do that. So that's a good thing. Well, that took a long time to get. Imagine it, imaginary and yeah. Um, pretend play. Yeah. Like now he's developmentally, he did not have that when yeah. we started. But now he's doing a lot of it. Yeah. You know, and whether it's Hickory Dickory Dock or bear hunt, shark hunt. Um, he did the big bad wolf for a while. Yeah. What's that yeah. called? The Big Bad Wolf. Three Little Pigs. Oh, yeah. Three Little Pigs. Yeah, there is a Big Bad Wolf. I think it's Three <laughs> Little Pigs, right? So I he think did that's that. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'll huff and puff and blow your house away. Yeah. Yeah. So he did that for a while. I think he was doing that in the pool yesterday for a minute. So it, it's kind of good that he's staying up and doing all that stuff. It's just exhausting for us because we're like, okay, it's 11 o'clock. Like, <laughs> it's, please well, go and, to bed. And because he has to be watched, I mean, you're still on guard until he's asleep, mm -hmm. you know? But I mean, yesterday in the pool, he was fine. But my mind just went to like the scary, oh my God, that what could have just happened? Uh, you know. know what I mean? It, it's, yeah. I, I, I actually it, it makes am, you am think still like, freaking out inside a little bit. It actually makes you think like, gosh, like sometimes we have a babysitter here. Sometimes our oldest will babysit him for a couple of hours and you just think of how quick and how easy something can happen. But we have everything locked. But no, yes, I know, I know. I know we do, but I'm just, but we were both out there with him. We were with him. I know. Like, I'm like, I literally was like. <laughs> we were out there with him. Both that of That could have just happened. And it's just me and you out there. And we we were just distracted by the other kids. We were just talking about the kids. I opened the door to tell the kids to stop arguing, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. And I went and put the towel down on the chair. I turned around and I'm like, oh 
my God. Yeah. Like, are you serious? When, but you always hear the stories. It, they always say, I was gone for a second. I was gone for a minute. It was 30 seconds. I went around the corner, came back, couldn't believe what I said. You know, it's just like, ugh. Yeah, I'm literally you hate like, it because, how? I know. And oh, you, my God. And, I you, just... and you hate it because it's just life that's distracting you. It's just life. It's just normal things in life. You know, my phone rang, so I had to take this call. And I took this call, and I was on the phone, and I turned around. And they, I mean, uh, it's just awful. I mean, it's, just, well, it's just life. And I think, I mean, we are exhausted. I mean, he's almost five, and it's still like we have a baby. I mean, he's still wearing diapers. Yeah. He's still, you know, everything's like a baby still. I mean, when you go outside, you have to hold his hand, and, you know, he has to be right by you. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think actually, I forget who I was talking to the other day. They're like, oh, it'll get easier. I'm like, that's actually getting harder. It is. Like, I don't. It's know. absolutely getting harder. Yeah, and again, it's just like a, it's just a talking point. It, it it it's people throw this out. They have good intentions because they want things to be good. They want it to be better. Yeah. Or to progress, you know. But it's like, it's not. Like it's not. You know, and 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 you saying that things are going to get better. I. I know you're just saying that because you want the conversation to go somewhere else. So you just want to end it on the good note and move somewhere else. Yeah. But it's like weird. Like when you're living it, those almost become insults. So I got to yeah. try. But but I know the person isn't doing it on purpose. So I got to try to not be like that. You know, I yeah. got to try not to take it as an insult, even though it's sort of insulting. <laughs> but they don't mean it as an insult. You know, oh, yeah. it's OK. Things will get better. And I'm like, oh, OK. That So that you just wipe up my existence here and things will get better and then we're moving on to the next you know what i mean yeah i'm like you think you're doing so like you're doing that for you so you can feel better about the conversation right you know and it's like i actually i actually am really careful now when i talk to other people about not about this or anything just about if they have a situation in their life like not even about special needs autism nothing yeah. like that just whatever i gotta be really i think about now what i say because I'm like, I really don't know your situation. So I can't just throw out those statements of like, don't worry about it. It'll get better. I'm sure things will be fine. Because I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I have no idea. And I'm not going to pretend that I do, you know. Well, just like him punching you yesterday. I mean, yeah. imagine when he's 15. Well, so yeah. So now I kind of ask people like, you know, what's your plan? What are your thoughts? Have you thought about this? Have you thought about instead of just projecting, oh, you'll be okay. Don't worry about it. Not a big deal. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, because that's, that's not, that's not cool. No, it's not. But you have to really think to put yourself in that state of mind. Right. Like you've got to really tell yourself, this person's dealing with this thing that I know not much about and I don't want to just fake and BS them that everything's going to be okay. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel that way when people are like, ah, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Everything will be, everything will work out good. I'm like, why would you just say that? Well, that's like kind of... I'm just shaking you off. Yeah. It, it, what it is is I don't want to be saddled with your problems. So let me tell you everything's great so we can move on to something that's a lot less heavy. Yeah. Yeah. You know who does that? Who? My mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she's good at that. Yeah. But she also is like, oh, I totally understand your situation. No, you don't. You're not yeah. living it. You have no idea. You actually haven't been here in a year and a half. Yeah, that's, but that's just more pretending. Like that's actually pretend play. Like, that's actually imaginative play. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're going through. Okay, now you're imagining something. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way someone could imagine this. No. I mean, well, our day-to-day -day is like, what the heck just happened? Oh, I know. Actually, I mean, it, it, I don't even... It's so... 
it's so crazy because now, now like five years, like, like it's crazy. Like we're five years in. Well, not really five years into it because the first year, I don't think we even thought anything. No, we didn't think of anything about it. So we're probably. He was dead. No, but we knew before the diagnosis. Yeah. What do you think? We're three and a half years into. Well, yeah, he started getting therapy uh, with early stuff when he was two. Yeah. And he's so turning five. We're so three years. three years into it. Now, imagine starting something and doing it for three years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every day. Because this is every day. Yeah. You're going to get pretty damn good at it. Oh, like, yeah. If you go to the gym every day for three years, I'm sorry, you're, you're in pretty good shape. Yeah. Right? You speak Spanish every day for three years, you're probably a pretty fluent Spanish speaker. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think you're an expert. They have that saying out there that if you do anything for 10,000 hours, you become an expert. It's like, it's like science. They've proven it. I think we're it's an about, expert. Yeah. So we're way more than 10,000 hours in on this. I mean, think so, about somebody that's just getting diagnosed to now we're three years in. You yeah. Know? So I'm sort of like, hmm, it doesn't, like, like you can't fool, you can't fool people that are three years in every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't fool me on that. Right. And so when people try to, like people that we're talking about, not even that they're trying to fool you, it's just that they're they're trying to wiggle out of it. Right. But I'm like, see, you're wiggling out, but you can't that that doesn't that doesn't work with people who you know what I'm saying? I've always said I feel so bad for door to door salespeople when they knock on the door of a special needs family. Oh yeah. They're like because their new saying now is the solar guy got me the other day. Hey, I'm not here to I'm not here to sell you anything. And I'm like, dude, I swear to God, you're so you're lying. You know, not only do I have five kids, so I'm like a human lie detector. We also have a special needs kid. Like your crap, just ain't, you know what I'm saying? Well, so I, I told you this yesterday. I think since he's been diagnosed, it changes the relationships you have with people. Yeah. Like I do not have a good relationship with my parents right now. Since he's been diagnosed. Yep. Because when he was got diagnosed, I really needed them. I needed their help. I needed support. You know? And then, slowly, they just backed up, backed up, backed up. And now I'm like, stay away from me. Yeah. You know? Because you need the support. You need support from people. And so, you see the grandparents at the pickup line and stuff that are, are involved. And then, I'm sure, actually, that this is a common thing with autistic families. Gotta or be. special needs families. Um, that if you don't have the support from your parents, grand whatever then you don't have those people in your life. And it's it's partially, it's denial. Those people want to pretend like everything's fine. I also think they're embarrassed. Could be. I think they're embarrassed. I think their idea of grandkids is not that, and I honestly think they got embarrassed. Well. I, 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 I don't know how else to say it. But you I'll can't you a- understand this situation unless you see it. Unless it. you see it and well, live it. You got to live it, yeah. Because that's the thing. You can come over for two or three hours. If you catch him on a good day, it's going to be a very low maintenance, easy going. He may be on his iPad doing um, number blocks. He may be counting. He may be doing. Yesterday, he did the whole alphabet with Play-Doh. Yeah. And you may say, God, what what are those people always talking about? Or what what are they? You know, that was, geez, he just sat there and it's Play-Doh. It's like, right. Well, you caught us on a two hours, three hours, because there are plenty of times like that, which is fine. Yeah, but, and are you here from morning to night? Because right. something's going to happen. Yeah, so, you know? it, yeah, it's just, it, it, and then the time constraints of having to be here, having to be there, and this and that, and people are like, well, then don't do it. Like, no, you have to do it. Because of what we talked about, like, yesterday, like, him punching me in the face. Like, you don't want that to continue. Like, that's that's tough stuff, right? Yeah. 
But yeah, I think people get embarrassed. But here's another example on the flip side, because yeah, like I, I bet there's a lot of like grandparent parent relationships that have been totally destroyed after a diagnosis. Yeah. Like totally. Yeah. And I, I get it. Yeah. Because it's like you can't fake your way through this. No. You can't get on social media and write a heart and fool people. Like, yeah. Like you can't do that. It doesn't work. Well, like if the th- secret gets out, it's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a phony. I'm a fraud. Yeah. You know, but we're at um, this restaurant the other day um, that we like to go to a lot, um, Seabreeze. Mm-hmm. Okay. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there, there's a bartender there, really cool guy, really nice guy. We, we've known him for, I don't know, a little bit. And um, he, so this podcast gets promoted on these video screens at a couple restaurants around here. Right. So he comes up, he's like, hey, I saw you guys on on one of the screens. The They were at advertising Seabreeze, yeah. your, your, what's that? At Seabreeze. At Seabreeze. Yeah. And he's like, I, I didn't know that you guys did that. And, you know, he's like, I have a, I have a grandson who is autistic. And so we just started talking to him and stuff. And they live, I think they live up in Michigan or something like that. He said. Yeah, somewhere like that. And uh, he's like, I'm begging my son to move here with my grandkid so I can help him. He can live with me. And he's like, I'll, I'll do full time. I'll do whatever I have to do to take care of my grandkid. Yeah. To help him. And I'm like, dude, that is so awesome of you, you know, to, to open up your life like that. At your age, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. and people, now I know there's people going, oh, well, what do you, what do you mean? Like, that's the grandparent. You're supposed to do that. Yeah, I, I get it. But you know how many people don't? Yeah. Like, you know how many grandparents want to stay so far away from the situation? Yeah. It's crazy. Or just show up with gifts. Guess what? Cal's not going to accept your gift and yeah, he, does, you he doesn't know who you are. With a candy bar and smile for three or four days and think that you've been a good grandparent. No, you've been a total failure. Yeah. But the point is, is that there are great people out there like that guy. Right. Who's like telling his son, move here. You can live. I, I will open up my house to you. I will. I will take him full time and take him. To, he said, I'll take him to therapies. I'll do I'll do whatever I have to do. Yeah. I'm I know. Like, that was super nice. I'm like, man, that's really awesome. And how great that that kid has that support. I know. You know, like, because he... And how, how great is it, it's this way, that this kid's up in the Midwest and the dad lives in Florida, as opposed to he lives in Florida and the dad lives in the Midwest, and he's right. got to move to some cold, nasty area. No kidding. You know Who doesn't want to be in Florida? I'm thinking to myself, like, dude, like, what else do you need? You know what I mean? Like, right. this is, that's like, to me, that's like hitting the lottery. You've got a kid who's autistic. You need help. You're stressed out. Your grandfather lives on the beach or your dad lives on the beach in Florida and he's opening his house to you. I know. It's super cool. I mean, I'd have yeah, been in the and, car. And that guy's like, I will do this. I'll, I'll help you full time. Well, and like, he said, he said, what do I, he said, what do I have? He said, at my age, I realized all I got is my family. He's like, nothing else matters. What do I care? It's all I got is my family. Well, it is about your family. Yeah, 100%. You know? I just think it's awesome that he took that, you know, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I got to call that kid and go, dude, you need to take your dad up on this now because like you're, you're going to need these therapies. You're going to need this stuff. If, if you wait too long. <clears throat> and it does get harder. It gets harder. But then, man, the, the regret that you could face years down the road, you know, I'm trying to get him to not have to experience that. Yeah. Because. Because you get you need the support. So then you get mad. Yeah. I get mad. Sure. I get really mad. Yeah. <laughs> No, and I lash out. I lash out at my parents because our kids see, so they deal with Cal on a daily basis because he does have to be watched 24-7. So if me and you have to take a shower or do the dishes or whatever, go to work, they have to help with him. And so our kids are learning at a very young age to be a caretaker. 
Yeah, we have pop up. Like my dad's the same way. He's well, not the same, but similar. We have pop up. Our kids have pop up grandparents. Yeah, they pop up once a year, and it's all very you know vacation driven. It's very hey, we're here doing our thing. Um, you know, we're gonna be you know pampering you all week and buying you food and you know this and that. And it's very like um, it's just very structured. It's it's not. It's like they they don't call throughout the year and and really at and talk to the kids. You know what I mean? They like, don't know that Tyler does jujitsu and he's shadow boxing on the driveway five days a week and training hard because he wants to be an MMA fighter. Yeah. They don't know that Charlie just started volleyball and, you yeah. know, what they, she's they, doing in sixth grade. Yeah. And, they have no connection. They have no interest. They, they just want to pop up. Yeah. They want to post pop on up. social media. And yeah. I mean, it's hit the like button. Like, 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 like. And it's like, oh, look, look what I look like on social media. I look like an involved grandparent. Yeah. But everybody knows you're not. So like you're only you're, like you're absolutely fooling nobody, not even yourself. Well, you that's the thing with um, now since he's been diagnosed, we are. Am I allowed to cuss on here? <laughs> like, hold on. Let me let me call my boss. <laughs> oh, I don't have one. <laughs> I'm saying like yeah. we don't put up with bullshit anymore. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, it's not the radio. Do I don't normally cuss. Oh, that's a lot. I don't cuss that often. You've been cussing a lot more lately. Well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess I need a tail. Yeah. Anyways, we can see through all the lies and the bullshit and oh, all gosh. that, you know? Now here we go. What? Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's... um. Yeah, you, you know, you just get to a point where you're like... It's funny. Even this... I had this call with this guy the other day. This was just like a kind of a business thing. And I was telling him about this thing and that thing. And he was telling me about his thing and that thing. And I'm like, okay, you're, you're lying. <laughs> you're, you're lying. Okay. <laughs> you are lying. And now <laughs> I have determined that you're wasting my time because you're a liar. Yeah, we don't have time to waste. And I'm thinking, and then he, and then he kind of doubles, doubled down on his lie a little bit. He sort of, he sort of really wants to hold this lie and really, he can sense that I'm onto it. <laughs> but he really grabs onto the lie. And, oh my gosh! And and he and he's now he's in in my eyes. I think now now he's in love with his lie. He loves his lie. He's a, he's convinced himself that the lie is the truth. And I was just sitting there going, you know. You bastard. <laughs> I, I've i already changed a diaper this morning. You know, I got kids out there arguing about sports. Cow's upset because his peanut butter toast wasn't cut the right way. I mean, there's a lot going on that morning. Right. And this guy's just sitting there making love to his lies. <laughs> and I'm a part of this on the phone. And I'm like, I don't... This is, so I ended the call abruptly. And, just, and you just got to kind of move on. But I don't think... Like you've got to be, you've got to be dealing with all this other crap for you to get there, to to quickly go. Okay, this guy's full of it. He's a liar, and and now he is sucking the life out of me. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. And so, and he he knew it. He knew that I knew it. And you know, he'll be, he's on to right now probably 
lying to somebody else about some things, and that's fine <laughs> because that's I think that's kind of what he does. But um, it, it, you know, business is business. I mean, you're just running those people all the time. It's just kind of funny. Well, I think I think since being diagnosed, it's definitely changed us as people. Yeah, you know, and I think it will change change you as a person, as a parent. But it's either gonna you can go two ways. You can go, you can be depressed. Mm. You can be depressed and sad. Yeah. And we've talked about this before. Overweight, unhealthy. Yeah. You know, like you feel down and you feel down. Yeah. I mean, there's the, when he slapped me, I said I felt like beat down and, you know, broken. Like you can feel like that. Or you can just take a different approach and do like complete opposite. Try to be as healthy as you can be. You know, be positive. Talk about it. I, it really makes me feel good to talk about this because not only is it helping us through the journey, but it is helping other people. I've heard people have told me that, you know? Yeah. But we do try to be positive, <laughs> even though some days are super hard. Yeah. We try to be positive, even though the last 40 minutes has been about how we don't get invited to parties much anymore. <laughs> we have total <laughs> failures of grandparents. <laughs> And a bunch of lying idiots that I've spent my time on the phone with last week. Well, I'm we're very saying, positive people. <laughs> well, I know. As we're talking about this too, I'm like, God, this makes me want to drink a beer. Oh God, <laughs> last thing I want to do right now. Um, the hockey game went way too late last night. Um, no, but but actually though, I think it is. I think the the funny thing about this is, and like just I think the whole podcast thing in general is not only does it help to talk about it, but I think then you also can go back and listen to it and kind of, it almost makes you feel better to, and I'm not really one to go back and listen to. I've, I, I don't, don't, I've never gone back and listened to a whole thing. I think I've done bits and pieces, but it's kind of like, it almost is like, oh yeah, I did get that out there. I did say it. I, you know what I mean? Like that's almost... Therapeutic. Yeah, the ability yeah. To, to kind of do it is, is, is kind of interesting. I don't know. Well, I'm just saying, it's very easy to feel down. Ugh. You know, yeah. so and I do have my days. I do. Well, yeah, like yesterday we wanted to get, we were just sort of like the kids. But our kids have been arguing about sports for three days now. It's driving us bananas. Like I can't I almost am ready to say no sports for the whole fall. They're just fighting with each other about who scored the touchdowns, who got the rings, who had the most interceptions. It's like, guys, we cannot do this all day, every day. They're calling each other cheaters, and I mean, it's just getting out of hand. And so we were like... And it goes on for hours. Hours. It's the most annoying thing on earth. And so we're like, we're, le- we're getting out of here. <laughs> like, we're leaving. <laughs> like, we're, we're running away. Like, for the day. Like, we just wanted to go somewhere. To go sit on the beach or just whatever. And we just can't. I mean, you know, we were like, we can't. Cal was sort of in a mood. The kids were in a mood. It was not a good environment to leave them all together. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tyler's old enough to watch them all, obviously, but it was just not a good environment. We're like, yeah, we just can't. We just can't. I mean, at any other time, having a five-year-old with a uh, 9, 10, 11, and a 15-year-old, households leave those kids alone all the time for two or three hours. Oh, yeah. We just can't. We just can't do it. So it was just kind of like, yep, it's just one of those days. Kids are fighting with each other, and we <laughs> it's almost like we were on house arrest yesterday. Yeah. Like, they made us be here, and then they also made us deal with their crap and they're fighting and arguing. Oh, it's so obnoxious. I know, it really was. And then it started raining, so we had to get out of the pool because the pool we could at least escape to. Right. And then it started raining, so we're like, ugh. We just sit in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Anything we could do to this. And then we're in the garage for 30 seconds and the door opens. And it's like a stupid question. And then the, the door opens again. And it's another stupid question. And they're just trying to see what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. 
They want to be around us all the time. Go call your grandparents. Oh, wait, never mind. They don't even have your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, this is a long one. It's true, though. It's really true. And guess what? If we did have the grandparents, then we could have a break. So good for that guy at Seabreeze because his kid's going to need him. Oh, dude, he's totally the MVP, um, at least when it comes to being a grandparent, because that's just to offer that. And I, I really hope his kid thinks hard about that. You know what? Yeah. You know what's even worse? <laughs> Can't wait. When somebody tells you, a grandparent tells you, I know your life must be really hard. I'm sorry. You'll get through it. <laughs> I'm like, uh. Why? 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 Don't even say that why to me. Why even like, write that? Like, why even write that? Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what world do you are you from that just, hey, I know your life's hard. Uh, it'll get better. <laughs> it's hilarious. I know. Uh, yeah, and it's funny because it's like, it's actually like when you say, I mean, we really did, we have a lucky life. We don't have a hard life. Uh, overall, right? Yeah. Like we have yeah. tons of freedom and we have our health. So we have to be thankful, grateful f- f- for those things. Yet the day-to-day, like the hour-to-hour stuff is just so, you're just so locked in on this one situation. Yeah. That you get into these ruts where you're like, oh my God. Like, I, I am so like exhausted of being locked in. You know? Yeah. Like just human being stuff. Just right. human emotion stuff. You know? Like inevitably there's going to be people that listen to this and go, God, you guys are just so ungrateful for your youngest son. It's like, you're not listening to what we're saying. You know what I mean? Like you're just, you're, yeah. you're taking a little blip of this and going, oh, listen to that. Da, da, da. It's like, no, this is real life stuff. Yeah. This isn't me trying to get 50,000 likes on LinkedIn by writing, you know, oh, uh, special needs life is beautiful. Yeah. I, I would never say that. Like, I don't yeah. even know how I could fake that. Like, I know you're trying to get, you know, like to get likes and little hearts and stuff and and supports and everything on social media. But it's like it, that is not like how I see this. You know right. what I mean? Like, I see this as like you've got to lay it all on the line for your kid and then also realize that it takes a lot to do this. Right. You know, to juggle all of this. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, it's just you have to be on high alert all the time. Like I said, there's you can, there's no room for error. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I see those memes and I'm like, for a second, I'm like, yeah, it does feel good. And then I'm like, all right, now I'm faking it. <laughs> it's not the most amazing, beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life because we're not talking about him. It's just the environment that's created. You know what I mean? Like and some some people can't get that, though. Well, it's like you Some said. Some people are like, I mean, we've had messages before. It's like, you guys just sound like this is just a huge problem for you. And I'm like, uh, there are times that, yes, this is a huge problem for us. Sure. Like, yeah. yeah. Like when you haven't slept, when you're just exhausted and. And you don't have the help. And I you mean, don't we have only it, have yeah. each other. And so, yeah, sometimes, yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, and that's the thing, too. It's like, haven't you had a job that was a huge problem for you? Haven't yeah. you had a dog that was a huge problem for you? Why? I'm not talking about. Like all the time, but it's just moments, and it just so happens that these this situation has a ton of those little moments, a lot of them. Like and you get a dog as a puppy, right? It craps all over the floor. That sucks. It's not the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. <laughs> it sucks. And so, but you just have so many of those moments in this that sometimes you're just like, oh my god, like <laughs> this is like this is crazy, right? I'm going nuts. Well, and I'm sure someone's gonna get mad about this, but. 
I wouldn't wish this for somebody, mm. you know? I mean, I would not wish this for anybody. I mean, like you said, if you could just take a shot and the autism is gone, then you would. Well, that was an interesting thing that was, um, I read, I don't know, it's been months, months, months ago, but there was this argument going down. I don't know, it was either Instagram or LinkedIn. It was LinkedIn. And, you know, somebody was like, you know, this is challenging and I'm doing the best I can. This person had lost their job because they couldn't handle um, what their job required them to do. And then the the, uh, the child uh, went through this stage where, like, the child wouldn't sleep for, like, two or three days at a time. Yeah. The, the parents, you know, they, they, they literally were not sleeping for days. They're right. exhausted. They couldn't, do, they couldn't do his job. He loses his job. And he's basically talking about it, whatever. And somebody comes out of the woodwork and is like, you're acting like you're blaming your kid for losing your job. How could you, how dare you put that on your kid, this and that. And I'm like, oh, my God. That is, this guy, this family is going through this, this situation. They're not sleeping. Then they lose over half of their income in one day. And this person came out, it was just crazy. And he sort of was like, oh, I, I, I didn't mean it to come off that way. Like, he started, like, kind of apologizing. And I'm like, oh, dude, don't do that. Like, yeah. that's not, you know. Anyway, so I think people were jumping in. They basically, I mean, the good guys eventually won because they're like, no, this is because of the special needs. That is why. Like, you, what don't you understand? He's not blaming his kid. He's blaming the, the challenge that he faces every day. Right. You know, and, and, and there was still a couple of those couldn't deal with it. Why can't you find the beauty in this? Why, you know, this, and I'm just like, are you insane? Well, then I'm like, <laughs> uh, then I'm like, those people that say that though, are you dealing with it? No. Or are you just on the outside looking in? Yeah. You know well, what I mean? no. Because here's why it's impossible. Here's why I 100 percent know they're not dealing with that because it's we freaking hard. Well, because we know that every situation is different. It's oh, yeah. just truly different. There's a little nuance to it. There's just something totally unique. Um, yeah, like and you not, could be listening right now and your kid could be autistic and not do anything that Cal does. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and maybe you, it's not as hard for you. And you could be autistic listening to this, a high-functioning autistic, and go, God. I mean, we had somebody right before. I, I hope my parents would never say the things about me that you're saying about your kid. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. The fact that you can even consume that and recommunicate that to us. I hope one day Cal can go, hey, guys, I heard the podcast. I mean, geez, that was brutal. I'd be like, yes. I would I would be happy for him to listen to one That's day. That's my point. And like, be able like, to actually understand Like, this it. is how far apart we are. Yeah. Like, you don't understand, you know, like what we, like, are inside of our walls, and we don't understand it's inside your walls. But a lot of people want to project, they, they just, <clears throat> so they run for the cover of the label. I label as this, or I identify as that, and then everybody has to fall under that, and then that's it. They, they get to become the spokesperson for it. Yeah. And it's terribly unfair. But that's kind of the deal. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. kind of like what like like what happens. Right. And um But that's why it is a spectrum because it's that widespread and not everyone's the same. And, yeah. And so you, know, and and so you that, can't say it. you and not you can't say that because everyone's so different. Yeah. Like literally if I call the developmental pediatrician right now that diagnosed him and said Cal will not stop biting himself, blah blah blah, he doesn't have an answer for me. No, because this they're even doctors are still learning how to handle this. I mean, yeah. So I mean, nobody has the answer. No. So that's why I t I think too, a lot of the therapists get unfairly characterized. 
you know, they're like, oh, we did that. It didn't work. We did this didn't work. I'm like, these are human beings literally getting paid less than a lot of other people who are in similar kind of um, fields. Yeah. And they are doing their, they're giving up their time, their life to try to help you and your kid. They don't have all the answers. Like, like, like the center that they worked for didn't say, Hey, we can, we can fix this a hundred percent. They're coming in and honestly trying their best. They're giving you the best information, the best research, the best everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you'll see people that are very angry about therapists, you know, and it's, it's because it's not because they don't like the therapist. Or whatever. It's because they didn't get the result that they wanted. Yeah. They feel like it's not working. Yeah. But it's, I mean, we're all trying. We're all trying. Everybody's trying. Yeah. And I hate saying we're all in this together because that's just a, I heard that in the grocery stores for a year, but the people, so we're not all in this together because that's impossible because nobody would understand this, all of us. But the people who are in this together, like, are in fact in this together. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, you have to kind of be in this to be in it. Oh, yeah. And then you sort of get it. Well, it's like that meme that I posted the other day, you know? It's, you know what I mean? Well, you have to tell people because, <laughs> I mean, it's terribly unfair for you okay. just to say that. Well, I posted something. And it's like when I talk to the, um, an, um, um, non-autistic parent yeah well i gotta be so careful (laughs) yeah i'm gonna say a normal parent yeah yeah i know it's just talking to a non-autistic parent and it's like oh it's crazy but if you don't understand ot pt st aba asd (laughs) then don't talk to me basically yeah or like poop smearing or poop stories french fries all this stuff if you don't understand any of that, then don't talk to me. Yeah, it was basically a bullet point of like everything that that a lot of um, parents with with um, special needs. God, yeah, Jesus <laughs> Lord. I mean, you just can't say anything anymore. It's just it it almost drives drives you insane because you're talking. You're like, wait, what words can I not say? Who's gonna, you know what I mean? But yeah, it had all these bullet points of things, and it's actually if you read the list, if you read the list, you would go, oh my God. This is the craziest list I've ever seen in my entire life. I know. It's also nearly every day for special needs parents. That list is nearly every freaking day. Not uh, all this stuff in a year. Every day. Yep. Like, that's crazy to read that list and all this stuff. And I'm like, whew, that's a day right there. Well, and that's why special needs parents can relate to each other. Because we're all dealing with this dealing with it yeah, you know true. and I mean, on top of like <clears throat> the one the, the, the parents I feel terrible for and I shouldn't feel terrible I guess I just feel I don't know yeah, I feel terrible I guess <laughs> I just feel terrible are the ones who are also going through the stuff that everybody else is going through like dealing with a terrible boss um, health problems on top of special needs right because that stuff just happens anyway yeah you know um struggles in their relationship that stuff just happens anyway right this is just a this is just like a side thing this is just like another aspect of it but those many of these people still have to deal with other things right. that's what we say to other people you know like with special needs is like hey if you've got your health and you know you're still gonna have to always deal with this like we know that like we accept we know that like, right i mean there's never there's never a scenario that I mean, I think we feel 90, 95% pretty good about saying that Cal doesn't live with us, right? Yeah. And that's fine. Like, you just, you just, you know, that's that's the deal. So you know that. Those are like the rock solid core tenets of this. But, you know, there, there there's other things. See, it's not like life goes, you know what? 
they got the autism thing going on. So we're going to take it easy on them. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're going to hide them from cancer or we're going to hide them from family problems, you know, or, or this or that. It doesn't work that way. Right. Right. Like, like you don't get the, you don't get the bulletproof um, Kevlar vest against the other things. That right. stuff can still come at you. And then you got this going too. Right. So it's like, I see people going through that, this stuff and then that stuff. Because this doesn't protect you from the other. I think I think people kind of think that they're like, oh yeah, their whole thing. You know, they got the autism thing going on, and then they're shocked to hear that those families also have this going on or that going on right. or this going on. Yeah. And it's like, oh well, we kind of labeled them as the autism people. But geez, I didn't know that. You know, there was a car accident. It's like, yeah. What do you think? People are immune to all the other crap of the world. Just you know what I mean? Well, I think that's why. I mean, it it is. Um, like relationships are destroyed or maybe you have to go get a new job because you can't figure out all these therapies and have to h- help your other kids too, you know? Well, yeah. And, and so that's another aspect of it. Like, you know, the parents still have to have careers, especially if you have other kids. But I think a lot of people after diagnosis, they change their careers. Yep. Or one person has to stay home because of therapies. and. Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah, that's the thing. So you have to make a decision. Like, what kind of therapies do you want? Like, if you, you know, and every state's different, but, like, if you make too much money, your kid's not getting these therapies. Yeah. Just not getting them. Like, not... Or you're having to pay a lot out of pocket uh, or scholarships or... Yeah, right? So you have to kind of balance that. And then in some states, some therapies are offered, some are not. You know, and then the timing of these therapies. And and it changes all the time. The therapist can change all the time. And then the ability that the, you have access to the therapies can change all the time. It's like, you know, I was talking to a guy the other day and he was like, well, you know, like this is not a nine to five lifestyle. I'm like, no way. Like, I, I don't even know how if you have multiple kids and then one with special needs and you're proactive on therapy. How do these people get up in the morning at 630 and go to work, spend all day at work, come home at five or six o'clock and then do what they have to do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't know how that happens. Honestly, if you were still working at the radio station and I was doing all this by myself, like I would be so unhappy. <laughs> I, a- I would be like, this cannot work like this because no, no, no. when you were working at the radio station, you were gone all the time yeah. and then doing events and concerts and all this stuff. Yeah. Like it would not have worked, you know, because he, Honestly, he wasn't it- diagnosed yet. We were going through the process. Yeah. But I can't imagine, like, if you have two parents that are, like, work, they, they're, oh, I can't even talk. Part of their job is to travel. Yeah. Like, you can't do that no. anymore. No, 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 no. You know? No, you, you can't. And it's like, so, but you see people and they have, <clears throat> they have tough decisions to make, especially if they want to be proactive about therapies. Yeah. Now, some families don't want to be. And so I guess it's a little bit easier. Um, some families I, don't do any. They yeah. just do the school therapy. Yeah. And like, they do the school therapy because the school makes you. Right. I mean, if the well, school it, recommends it, I mean, that's it, what you're doing. And it's also a little bit more of, I'm going to use the word everyone hates, it's a little bit more of a normal schedule, right? You, yeah. You take the child every morning. There's a full day. You pick up the child after every afternoon. That's kind of what kids do. And so right. I think a lot of parents like, okay, well, that feels normal. That feels, that's good. And I can have my schedule around that. Right. You know, so that's why they do it. And, you know, we, we. Don't judge anybody on their decisions. We just choose not to make those decisions. Like right. we're aggressive with therapies and school. I mean, on top of school. So, um, but whatever. It's just, yeah. But it's like some people. I mean, you you can go online and look, 
and read. There's tons of great blogs out there and Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts of people who like had to actually change their life. I mean, I'm talking about move to places where they didn't know anybody, give up six and seven figure jobs, you know, because they made the decision of like, I'll figure that all that out. But I got to get I got to get my kid to a place as as best as possible where they can be comfortable and healthy and safe. You know, it's yeah. like because a lot of it is and I know the word safe and safety is used way too much online, especially on Twitter. You know, people are like, I don't feel safe anymore. I'm like, OK, whatever. But like this is actually about safety, like mm -hmm. about having your child you know, like 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 basic stuff. Like not going and sitting in the middle of the road. I know that sounds crazy, but he would do that. Okay, like he would go sit in the middle of a street and draw chalk sharks and not know that a car's going to come. Know, yeah. yeah, like so. That's I'm actually talking right about real him. safety, not not the kind of safety where you know a news channel tells you that you're not safe anymore and you have to run for your life and hide in a hole. I mean, this right. is like life skill safety stuff. Right. You know, and it's, so it's just like it's nuts, man. It's it, it is nuts. But I really I. All those people who have like said, screw my boss, screw my job, screw what, you know, America tells me is successful. Um, I'm just going to figure out my own stuff, you know, for my kid. Right. You kind know, of redesign your life. Yeah. Redesign, repurpose. And sometimes, like you said, sometimes you have to kind of give your st a stiff arm to your parents or grandparents and say, right now you are causing me more problems than what this is worth. Like the opportunity cost to try to get you to understand this is just too high. It's just, it doesn't, it, it, it's not worth the time and the lies and the crap. Because you almost feel like you're you're managing like another special needs situation at the other end. Well, and trying to get people to understand it when they're not involved and they're not around enough is, I mean, it's honestly, I've been doing this for a year now and I've been kind of struggling with myself about it because it is hard to just put your arm up and say, stay away from me. But coming in for a couple of days is not worth it. You know, and we don't go out to eat and stuff. We can't because every little thing we do really, we go out to eat for the kids' birthdays, basically. Yeah. Because it's just too much work. Well, it's, yeah, it's also though, too, I think it, it's what happens between, I'm just guessing, it, it's what happens between the visits. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It'd be, it would be a lot different if it was like, oh, okay, well, you FaceTime our kids all the time and talk about school and sports and just, you know, hey, I was just thinking about you. What are you doing today? Like, what's going on? Oh, you're going to so-and-so's house? That's, is that your best friend? Like, what, what, what are they about? Like, you know, actually having... And here's the thing, too. This is the part that... This is like the fatal part. Unfortunately, and this is just like my thought, you can't start now. You just can't start now and fake it. Yeah. It, it's, it's like the time has gone. That period is gone. Right. Like, you missed out on three, four, five, six, and seven years old. Like yeah. that was like the moment in time where kids, I think, start to really like appreciate grandparents. Now it's like, hey, you want to ask me all these questions, but I've, I'm playing all these sports leagues now. I've got all my friends. Most of my friends' parents are closer to me than you are. And you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's like the breeding ground for great relationships with grandparents is like, three to seven, mm -hmm. two to six. That's like when kids fall in love with having a grandparent, like the idea of a grandparent. You know, that's like when it's like, oh, mom and dad are being mean to me, but I'm going to run to grandpa because he'll take care of me. Yeah. You know? Well, and those, actually those ages, 
I was begging my mom, my, my parents to be more involved then and begging before yeah. Cal was diagnosed, before Cal was even here. Guess what? Our kids are older now and they don't even care no, if they're around. But that's what I'm saying. They don't ask for them. They don't care. It's They don't have that period. It's beyond. I mean, that period is over. Yeah. Like it's you can't over. go back and, you know, it's like we always said, like our kids in elementary school, you know, they have grandparents day. Yeah. Our neighbor's parents would stop in and see them on grandparents day so they didn't feel left out. Yeah. Very nice. Now, that says two things about the situation. One, how horrible are their real grandparents? Yeah, for Number real. Number two, how great are our neighbor's parents? I know. To stop in and think about them because they, they didn't even tell us. They didn't even they tell us. They just didn't. So how great of people are they? To, they were like, you know, they're not going to have anybody stop in. We'll stop in because we see them a lot. We'll stop in and say hi. I mean, you know, I so, know. so you learn about two totally different characters on earth. In one day. It's pretty amazing. It is know? amazing. It, it really is kind of cool. I, I think part of this was about just relationships. And you'll know really who your true people are. Yeah. After a diagnosis. You know. What's that sign? Who's, who, our like, buddy who's Tim and Lauren you? just gave us a thing for our tiki bar by our pool. Oh, and it says friends, friends are, are the, the family, family you that we choose. choose. And I'm like, damn. I had never heard that quote before, by the way. I've heard a lot of quotes. I've never heard that. But I'm like. That is really great and so true. Yeah, it is. Like you can absolutely have friends who are family. Yeah. You know, and you at least you feel comfortable, more connected. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's it's a really interesting quote, but um, yeah, it 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 is it is a wild, you know, thing. I, it's funny. Like now, I find myself like people reach out to me who aren't. Like they're associated in the autism world. They have a child with autism or niece or nephew, you know, whatever. Um, but their life, as far as like career and stuff, has nothing to do with autism. But they're wanting to connect with other people who are like them. Not even really, I think, to talk about autism. I think they just want to be like, hey, I noticed that you wrote this and wrote that. Tell me about yourself. Like, I think they're almost just like, you kind of sound like me. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you do things that I want to do. Like you, you watch sports, you drink beer, you coach your kids' team. Like it's possible. You can do this stuff. And it's nice that people, instead of just going like, so, I mean, like, you know, what do you think causes autism? And, you know, you know, do you think it's the aluminum and the, you know what I mean? It's like people like, because I think that's what people think that that's what special needs parents get together and talk about. But it's not. It, it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, oh, you've built a business on your own. How'd you do that? Oh, you, you're, you're able to coach kids uh, sports. Like, how do you do? So people just want to talk about those things. Yeah. You know, they, and, then they, and then there's like this background understanding of like, and I also know what else you're challenged with on the other side. Like I know what happens. So it's kind of cool that people, like I don't, th I think that's a new thing where people are sort of reaching out and going like, Hey, I think it's neat that you did this. I think I might want to try that. How does it work with special needs? You yeah, know? how can you juggle it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I've told you since he's been diagnosed. Like, this is the only time probably that I've ever reached out to strangers. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I talk to more strangers about about autism and what you're struggling with and stuff. Yes, you're talking about people wanting to talk to you in that way and stuff like that. But then also, like, when he was first diagnosed, I'm like... I just wanted help. You know what I mean? Like, 
I wanted to know somebody else that was going through it. So if you are getting a, a diagnosis right now and you feel like scared or alone or all this stuff and somebody says, hey, reach out to this person because their son is autistic, reach out to them because yeah, it, it makes you feel better. Yeah, do it. Like I have called strangers before and said, hey, well, my son who, was just diagnosed. Who was the woman you talked to the other day? Kayla? Yeah. Like, I mean, what? Well, she goes by Kate. She goes by two different names. But she reached out to me and said, hey, I want to help you with his biting. Yeah. And like, so I told you, I was like, hey, I, j- I called this girl. And you're like, what? And I'm she, like, yeah, she, I reach out to strangers if they offer support. She sent us like this very thoughtful, meaningful email very, with her yeah. best perspectives on, on her training and everything she knows and, you know, through her career. And I'm like, you know, what just a nice woman like like. I don't even know how else to describe it. She took the time to do it. And it was nice woman to put something out there positive for somebody else to give her best perspective that she can offer. We don't, she doesn't know us. We never met her. You know what I mean? Like, like what just a thoughtful, meaningful interaction. And you know, I, I just, yeah. Like you said, if somebody says to call someone, do it like it, it, you know, especially going through it because I think you'll look back and go, mm, I'm glad I made those calls or sent those texts or whatever, because you might get something that's like really, really good, like something that really makes you think. Well, even my landlord at where I work, um, she's like, yeah, my grandson's autistic. Call my daughter-in-law. And guess what? I called her. Yeah. And I had a 30 minute conversation with her and she told me I can reach out to her anytime. And it just made me feel better to talk to somebody that's going through it, you know? It, it, it really is. And I mean, I got to tell you, I think it's I think that that is like when you hear about connection and everything like that, I think that's like the most important thing you can do if you're going through a diagnosis. Like if you're actually um, if you're actually if you're actually if you're waking up and going, hey, this sucks shit, <laughs> as I did a lot back then, you that's like the moments where you've really, really got to reach out to somebody and go hey i feel like this sucks and i hate it you know like how'd you get through it what'd you do you know what i mean like i i just i i because first off it's totally normal but second off those are the thoughts that can talk you into going you know what i i don't think i need this therapy stuff right now i don't even think i need to think about it you know that's i think the moment where people make those decisions where they're like this sucks i'm not i don't want to deal with this anymore yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you're going to be dealing with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> That's, so well, you might as well get as well, much help as you can. As well, much help as you can. It's actually true. All right. I got to go. Uh, yeah. Wow. Over an hour in. Wow. That's our, this has got to be our longest one we've ever done. Yeah. That and, was a uh, lot of stuff. A lot of cuss words, too. More so than normal. I always said in the beginning, I'm not going to cuss in this, but God, it gets so. Then there were times where I feel like I was faking by not cussing. Well, I think this is as real as it can get. God, I think if cussing, yeah. I mean, when you say suck shit, <laughs> you mean it. It sucks shit sometimes, <laughs> man. Uh, but Cal is a beautiful boy. He's great. But yes, autism is hard. And I don't think anyone could really disagree with that. Oh, we're going to find one or two. <laughs> we're going to find one or two. They'll find us, actually. But it's all good. Hey, we need all these different perspectives to make the world happen. I mean, imagine if we all agreed on everything. Imagine if we all looked the same, if we all thought the same, acted the same. It'd be a horrible, boring world. Well, and if you are functioning, lucky for you. Really. 
I, yeah, I, I, I think, um, and, and there's a lot of great people out there who, who actually I see on the social sites who are functioning and actually do a lot to help parents going through it. You know, I mean, I mean, they realize that they are they were in a different situation these parents, but they also understand they took the time to see what their parents, the challenges they had to do with, and they actually take the time to help other parents. I think that's really cool. That the, the here's the thing, so the angry loud people always get the attention, yeah, right. But they don't have to actually make like their opinions don't have to become your reality, even though they're loud and they're amplified, and they come up with these quick little sayings and quick words to pivot the meanings and stuff, they actually, it, they really don't make a difference. It really is the quiet connections you have, the meaningful, deep stuff yeah. that matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you kind of learn, I mean, all my years in the media business, I mean, you know, I think the people who are really good at it understood that, you know, the quick attention was like buzzy. That's what got the buzz. Yeah. But the meaningful stuff, the stuff that mattered, that was different. That was different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish, I hope, I pray one day Cal can be functioning, you know? So that's that's I mean, why I'm doing all the therapy. It would sound weird to say, because they're, they're, yeah, like, so we say there's people that'll be like, well, why, why would you say that? Well, then let's just kind of deduce the other side of it. I hope and I pray that one day he's not functioning. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, well, yeah. It's, but that's what I'm saying. But, you know, you want a being to be able to gain as much function as they can so that they can have as much function as possible to enjoy all aspects of their life. Like it's just, that yeah. doesn't, I hope I can say, Cal, go get dressed and he can go find his stuff and get dressed and that he doesn't have to wear diapers anymore yeah. and he doesn't bite himself and he doesn't what's punch, wrong, punch you in the face. What's wrong with me saying, you know, I'd love to go to a bar on his 21st birthday and have a beer with him. Yeah. I, I mean, why, why is that bad? Right. You know, but there are people out there going, that, that's what you want out of life. <laughs> like, I mean, that's a moment in life I would like to have. Yes, like yeah, oh, what's maybe wrong with one day he can get married and have a job. Sure, and, you know that's my hope and dreams for him. Yeah. So, all right, are we done? Yep. Anything else? No, I think I lost my window to go to the gym. Oh, I you did. Uh, yeah. Inevitably, I'll get blamed for that. No, I didn't go to the gym today because you talk too much. Oh, I'll <laughs> work out on the driveway. All right, we're out of here.